This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. This is Trek Tuesday, following in the footsteps of two legendary actors who originated iconic roles is no easy feat. Star Trek Strange New World's Ethan Peck follows Leonard Nimoy as Mr. Spock, and Paul Wesley follows William Shatner's James T. Kirk. I was part of a roundtable with the actors as they talked about their task at hand. This is Tony Talata. That dynamic between Kirk and Spock is very important to Star Trek. And one of the reporters remarked about getting a Spurk tattoo as she refers to both of them as Spurk. Should we get Spurk tattoos? That's a great idea. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, we we actually got to know each other offset mostly before we before getting to know each other on camera as these characters which was really fun because um i find paul so easy to get along with and was always very excited to see him and then to have that sort of that foundational relationship which i think really supports these this strange interaction between these two very different characters um that we get to see a little bit of in uh in season two and so i think it really added a lot of nuance to that moment when uh the momentous moment that these two characters meet i do think one's relationship with another actor off screen or your general chemistry it does actually translate onto the screen um i'm i'm of that belief so we we do get on quite well ethan and i and uh as as spock and and and, and kirk obviously have this very deep friendship Again, you know, this is all nascent. Like it's, you know, we we haven't figured this out. The, the characters don't know how important their relationship is, which is which is fun because they're sort of um, subconsciously, I think, drawn to one another, but they don't really know why. There is more Trek Tuesday with Paul Wesley and Ethan Peck in a moment. What will we see from Spock emotionally this season? Uh, we will see Spock further explore his his human side, and he does this in various situations and relationships as well. Uh, I think it's very apparent in his interactions with Nurse Chapel. Yeah, there's a, a a really wonderful situation where Spock can do nothing but face his his humanness that I'm very excited about. We will see Kirk and Uhura establish a friendship this season. You know, she's uh, Sally is a um, Sally is a really wonderful actor. Very, uh, very rich in terms of just her emotions. Are, are she so, are so easily accessible for her? She's um, she's a stage actress. She really uh, has such a deep presence. Um, you know, I, again, you know, I think what makes Spock and Kirk fascinating is how different they are. Similarly, he was able to sort of be there for her and fulfill some sort of need that she she needed. She needed to fulfill something and she needed to sort of figure things out about her own self and her character's evolution. And Kirk was able to be there for her and, and be a part of um, that journey. You try not to think too much about how big of a deal it is for these two characters to meet. Um, similar with 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 my relationship with with uh, Spock and when they they first meet, and so you know you just you know you have to keep reminding yourself that these characters don't know how important this is, <laughs> that they're just characters, um, and and I'm still new to that because I you know I'm still figuring out this role, and so I, I I you know going in I need to 
calm myself down and not make a big meal out of everything and just sort of play it honestly. This is an interesting season for Spock where he gets to play his Vulcan harp. Yeah, I actually grew up playing classical cello. And so there's like, I would actually uh, relate it more to, uh, oh my gosh, what's the instrument called? We, we had a really wonderful um, musical consultant come in and, and sort of teach me how to play. Uh, oh my God, we did this so long ago that I, I can't remember um, what the instrument was that he put. I think it was the lyre. It was a, like a Renaissance instrument. Um, and so it was really wonderful to be able to incorporate this sort of secret ability that I have to play the cello that like my friends like don't even know that I, that I do. They hear, that, they hear that, I, that I know how to play and they're like, are you playing a trick on me? And so it was really fun to bring that in. And, um, and I do personally believe that playing an instrument is such an amazing outlet for emotion. And so it was very easy to, to connect with that. And, and so fun to kind of um, wrap Spock around this very emotional activity and, and see what that means to him. You'll have to play the cello for me sometime, Ethan. I shall, I shall woo you. Can't wait. Sci-Fi Talk returns in a moment. Here is Paul Wesley on finding his own James T. Kirk. Yeah, I actually saw Shatner last week at an at an event. Um, interestingly enough, but yeah, very much so. I uh, I asked that question going in. I said, guys, you want me to, you know, how how much of an imitation slash, you know, and they said, please just do your own thing, you know. And I think um, what you just said is the most important aspect, which is we he's not the Kirk we know yet. Um, he's still figuring it out. He's not this you know, sure-footed captain. He's a lieutenant. He's still kind of this boy and he's like kind of still figuring out his place. And um, I think that if I have the honor of continuing to play this character, I would like to slowly develop some of those characteristics that uh, that we sort of uh, know uh, so, so well. Uh, it's a big part of TV history. Paul, what's it like? I mean, you, and Ethan can jump in too, there's obviously sort of rules in playing these guys, even though they're kind of early in their development. And then there's the script and then there's you as actors. So how do you balance all of that? Not easily. Um, I mean, Ethan has been doing this much longer than I have um, in terms of playing iconic characters. You know, you can almost answer this better than I can because you've had much more experience. Um do you want to take yes, it? Yes, yes, sure. I mean, Paul and I actually uh, got to meet up and, and grab a, a meal together before he started filming when uh, after he was cast. And it was really wonderful to be able to share what I had learned about my onboarding to the world of Star Trek and to this iconic character of Spock. Yeah, it's just, it's there are rules. You're, you're absolutely right that were established by you know, respectively, Leonard Nimoy for myself and, and William Shatner for Paul. And uh, I think it's just, it's a very delicate dance that you have with these characters that, that already exist. And so for me personally, I really did my best to internalize Leonard Nimoy's um, creation, right? Spock is his creation. Uh, once that kind of felt alive in me to, to let go and, and just be. And I think Paul was really tasked with it with a great challenge because he's got to jump in after we've been filming you know for you know six months and we've already spent all this time with these characters and they they really asked the impossible of him and i think he did an amazing job 
And uh, I think fans will be really excited to see him in season two. And he really, he really gets to explore Kirk as we, as we want to know him as a sort of like playful, charming, uh, dangerous guy. It's like something familiar yet different, but it all works out. I recognize these guys. Yeah, that's the idea. Describing Kirk and Spock's leadership styles and how they compare to Pike's. My character is not quite a leader yet. Um, I think that's Pike is this, you know, Anson does such a brilliant job of creating this sort of incredibly confident, um, incredibly, uh, you know, Anson's the kind of guy you're like, okay, if this, if this ship's going down, I want this guy captain because I think we'll probably, he'll probably figure it out. Um, I'm not, my character's not there yet. William Shatner's character is there. My character's not there yet. But I, I think I think more mo- what's most important is to maintain that sort of Kirk has a very clear moral compass uh, that that is absolutely not shakable. Um, he is uh, he has he knows what's right. He knows what's wrong. And he has incredible instincts. And I think that that's something you're born with. And I think he's born with that. And that doesn't go away. As I understand it, Spock really has no desire to command and so he really enjoys being the instrument of this of this team being an instrument of this team and so his command style i guess is is sort of unknown to him uh and we'll see in episode one a little bit more what it's like and you'll see that he's learned from uh captain pike and from michael Burnham. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Season 2 is available soon. This is Tony Tolado. Thanks for listening to Trek Tuesday. See you next week with more Star Trek Strange New Worlds interviews.